This is the Pain Information Network, 66. Welcome back. This episode, I have Dr. Frank Falco on and some uh, special guests that are affiliated with Frank and some of the equipment he uses. We're going to let them all introduce themselves. I've known Frank forever, uh, like so many of my good friends and colleagues uh, at the American Society of Interventional Pain Physicians, among other organizations as well. And Frank is an ex-president of the American Society of Interventional Pain Physicians. He's a uh, leader and educator in the field of pain medicine, uh, university-affiliated. He has uh, his private practice as well. Now, the thing about Frank and what's really cool about guys like this is he's somewhat, he's somewhat fearless, not reckless. There's something different. That's different. But he's somewhat fearless because he took a new technology – and he applied it in a uh, very important way. He's going to talk about minimally invasive approaches to dealing with spine pain, where we traditionally had to make an incision, cut through muscles and the like, to get down to the spine to do surgery. Frank does it with the scope he looks through and special instruments that uh, work on the uh, spine. So we're all learning these t- uh, techniques, you know, staying current and the like, and Frank's our uh, instructor here, um, among others. But Frank is a leader, and he's really uh, he's helping us all in the lab. Uh, the other thing is this uh, procedure is uh, potentially a game changer for so many people that can't have the big surgery. So it's worth taking a listen to this. <laughs> you, you, you get them where you can get them. Frank is uh, an active guy. He's moving around a lot. He's a moving target. So I found him sitting down after the lab, uh, kind of we're all wiped out a little bit, and he's uh, in the restaurant. And so there we are, uh, cornering Frank in the restaurant with the microphone, and Frank is gracious enough to just take it and run. So anyway, let's uh, get to the interview, and don't forget to go to paininformation.com. Please leave me a message or two. I read them all. Thank you for the kind comments. I've had some really nice comments lately, and I appreciate it because it keeps me going. This stuff, as you noticed, uh, is time-consuming. It's uh, rich content. It's uh, a lot of intellectual property that I I just want to get across right. Now, this this is not medical advice, as always. I say as a standard disclaimer, this is just an informational uh, a podcast, and you can uh, go to a, a qualified pain practitioner or provider of healthcare to get a lot of your other questions answered. And if not, you know, fire us a, a question through paininformation.com. Also, if you go to iTunes and please uh, leave a, a little kind <laughs> note there as well, it really helps me rank, it helps me keep visible. And we we have some kind of weird algorithm that Apple deals with in their podcast, and I don't want to slip slip down. Even though this is a pretty popular podcast, they uh, it just kind of goes up and down, and I don't know why. So I do know one thing. When you do a review, it pops it right back up. So thanks there. Thanks again. Let's get on. Let's talk to Frank. We're here with the American Society of Interventional Pain Physicians, and basically, it's Saturday night. We're taking a break from the meeting. We've worked really hard all day, and I'm really psyched to have Dr. Frank Falco on, good friend of mine, ex-president of the American Society, 
And this this fella does some really high end and cutting edge procedures. One of them is a star procedure that we are teaching here at this meeting, and it is uh, a lot of um, a lot of fanfare for a lot of people because. It's a minimally invasive way of taking care of stenosis, pain, leg pain, poor quality of life indices, and just not having that experience with the operating room or opioids or, or, or. Frank, tell us about yourself. Well, um, Hans, it's great to be with you here uh, on the, the ACIP Podcast Network. And uh, we're having a great weekend here in Memphis, having a great time, and uh, I've been doing this procedure for almost uh, 10 years, and it, it has really changed the way that I practice. Uh, instead of being a uh, pain doctor that is really providing palliative care, for the first time in nine years, 10 years, during this time period, I'm able to take away pain permanently. You know, about 90-plus percent of my patients... Uh, uh, will get permanent relief of their of their back pain and their radiculopathy. Oh yeah, how so? So, well, you know, you use a um, endoscopic endoscope uh, to perform the procedure. And an endoscope is what? The endoscope is a uh, uh, it's like a uh, the type of scope that you would use for performing uh, orthopedic procedures, but uh, it's a rigid. A scope. It has a lens. It has a channel where you can put instruments down. Uh, there's irrigation, and it gives you a bloodless uh, field uh, with direct visualization using the endoscope. Yeah, and you're good at it. I've seen you with it. it it's really going to turn the tide on a lot of procedures. If we can cut surgery, say, in half, we're winning. If we can cut it three-quarters of a percent, everybody's winning. What do you think we can do? Well, I can tell you, if you look at uh, China, if you look at South Korea, if you look at Germany, Spain, uh, Italy, uh, uh, endoscopic uh, spine surgery uh, uh, is is really the 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 uh, go-to procedure. It okay? is, and it's coming of age in uh, America, and you're a leader in this. So. How, how did it go today? We're, we're training a lot of uh, physicians to learn this procedure. And, and people are saying, like, I don't want to be the first one. But I can tell you, after walking around the lab today, these folks have good hands, they have intense qualifications, and they've been vetted. So when I'm actually watching them, I would have no problem with so many of them doing this procedure on me. What do you think? Well, I would agree with that. And, and the way that... Um we, we, we help these physicians along the way is we proctor them. We proctor them when they do their first two or three or four cases so they have an experienced uh, physician there. I, I was just in Dallas uh, three weeks ago. Uh, two docs in, 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 a, in a practice, two pain doctors, uh, treated a, a, a gentleman who was suffering with uh, low back pain and radicular leg pain over the last uh, five or six years after getting a microdiscectomy. Uh, came down there and uh, proctored them. When the patient uh, woke up in the recovery room, he was crying because his pain was so significantly reduced. And later that weekend, I got a text message from one of the doctors that did the procedure. The patient had called back and said uh, he had 100% pain relief of back pain and radicular leg pain with a centimeter incision. You bet. And I hope the patient does well over time. 
and time is our big ally here. Tincture of time, what do you think about that? What is it going to be three, six, nine, and 12 months? Well, I, I think that we're going, we're going to have more pain doctors doing this procedure, but I would predict over the next five to 10 years, this, this will be the standard of care. Uh, before doing an open procedure. I, I would guess that's right. Every time you op- open up the back, you have a predisposition toward scar material, toward infection, toward all sorts of problems. Because let's face it, when you're cutting through muscle or soft tissue, you know, it's something your body doesn't like, and it's an inflammatory reaction. You'll get a little bit of an inflammatory reaction here, but we're, we're downsizing it. We're we're making it smaller, 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 aren't we? We are, and there, there are several papers out there with large numbers, hundreds of patients, where uh, post-operative imaging shows no epidural fibrosis or scarring, um, uh, early return to activities and work, and a significant reduction in elimination uh, in many in terms of pain medications. So you had this fella uh, last week get this procedure that you proctored, and these are newer doctors doing it. What happened to him? Is he in the hospital a week? Goes home. All right. That's no overnight stay. Yeah. And, and, and the majority of them don't need any type of physical therapy afterwards. Well, okay. There you go. Cost effectiveness, cost effectiveness. So, all right. If a doctor needs to be found for this procedure, how do our people find him? Well, they can uh, uh, call Kristen Meltis at JoyMax, and we have a network of uh, surgeons. JoyMax, spell that. J-O-I-M-A-X. And uh, we have a network of of spine surgeons and pain doctors across the country that provide this uh, surgical procedure. And uh, you can... uh, Am I allowed to give the phone number over the airs here? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, So... You can uh, contact uh, Kristen Melitis and and uh, wait wait a minute wait a minute Kristen Melis hello Hi, okay hello <laughs> <laughs> I won't give out my personal cell phone but you can call us at nine four nine eight five nine three four seven two or you can visit our website at www.joymaxusa.com, J-O-I-M-A-X-U-S-A.com. That's right. And it's Super Mellis, plug. not Melitus. It's Mellis. Yeah, she's an RN. And let me tell you, I watched these uh, folks helping out at the stations. They are incredibly helpful. I would say so, huh? Absolutely. Oh, oh, you couldn't do it without them. And I can tell you, just to... Uh, uh, tell you about JoyMax. This is this is what they they specialize in. Okay, this is what they do, and they are very pro education. Setting you up with proctors, setting you up with cadaver courses, so that uh, uh, you are the, the physicians are very well trained. I saw that today, and they, I mean, they were soldiers. They stood at that station early this morning till late in the evening. Of course, we're sitting in a restaurant right now. And that's the only way I can catch Frank, because Frank's going to leave here and go to a dinner meeting to introduce doctors to more information. So, I mean, this is not a small deal. Start early in the morning, go late, and tomorrow morning, it's Sunday, we're going to go again. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, man, I tell you. I, it's I was, a passion. I know. It's I, a passion. I so appreciate everything you do, Frank. You know, you're a, a leader in the field. And Kristen, we're not done with you yet. Um, so if Kristen, somebody like a, another physician wants to get involved in this, where can they 
find the information to kind of start the process? We have everything listed on our website, or you can contact me personally at uh, Kristen Mellis, Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-I-N, dot M-E-L-L-U-S, at Joymax, again, J-O-I-M-A-X-U-S-A dot com. And I'm the education manager, and I will let you know when our next course is. You both have been awesome. Thanks for coming on, Frank. Frank, I'm just going to just nail you on this over and over again, because this is uh, a real procedure for the future, and I think you would say so. This is a guy that's passionate about taking care of people. I've watched him uh, over the past 10 years and grown with him and appreciate everything he does. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Hans. Take care. Take care. There, that wasn't a lightning bolt. I thought I'd just kind of throw this other one in. That's from Watt Me. I, I think you've probably seen that I blended a couple of the podcasts I do together just because people want to hear these Watt Me's, and uh, that's a world according to me. So take it on over there. Maybe leave me a review there. That it's, it's just kind of something fun. I like to tell a story or tell a scenario that I think uh, leads to some richer comments in life and maybe richer experiences for some. So I appreciate you just taking a look there. Uh, we are on our second season of Office University slash Compliance Clinic as well. And that's where Judy Holmes, who's an attorney, uh, and I interview each other about various topics that just come up in not only medical practice, but just the medical treatment scenarios we got to live with. And it can affect you. So I throw some things in there every once in a while. You're free to, to throw some comments there and please review us. So, well, anyway... Thank you, Frank, and thanks uh, everybody involved in this podcast. It's great to have you on, and I'm going to keep keep these podcasts coming. I've got a lot of great guests coming up, and I'll do the FAQs. Uh, get me those questions, and I'll fire them up. I usually see one that I think is relevant, or one that is somebody is kind of very anxious about or wants to know more, and I try to get those up pretty fast. So I did one on fibromyalgia uh, last week. Because I had uh, a few people <laughs> that were just feeling lost, and I just wanted to, to put a little bit in there to see if I could help. All right. Thanks for coming. Thanks for visiting us. We'll see you soon. That's a rescue.